<laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day when I'm like my first million man, I'm going to give it to you. Sounds yeah. good. Business. Yo, Sounds mark good. that word. Mark, mark that, that word right now. <laughs> mark that. We'll come back to this day if he does not give me a million dollars to bake his house. Man, I hope I have a lot of millions. So a lot of those will be yours. That's, that's a plan. That's a plan. How long did you... What a start to my morning. Yeah? Insane. Insane stuff, man. Yeah, I got stuck in my driveway. I got almost on a car crash. So that was pretty interesting. <laughs> Damn, man. Winnipeg weather is so unpredictable. It's insane. But, yeah. yeah. But anyway, welcome back to the 24 Rise podcast where we document the rise and stardom of Winnipeg's town and personalities. Hope y'all having a good day today. I know it's cold. I know it's great. Um, but hope everything's going to plan. Hope your day's better than mine. Hope so. Let's see. <laughs> Yeah, um, a lot of cool stuff today. A lot uh, of stuff happening in the world. Um, I want to jump in right away. I know this is going to be a pretty interesting conversation to start off with, but, bro, I realize slowly Canada is coming up to that that top city, like top countries in the world. A couple people were talking yesterday, and then we were talking about how Winnipeg in 50 years is going to be the spot. Yeah, It's going to be yeah. the place to be just because of all climate. Or Winnipeg is going to be really nice, and we're glad to be part of the come up. Shout out to for Rise. Yeah. We'll document the whole process for you guys. There's a lot of key people in Winnipeg and a lot of people that are going to be on our podcast, so stay tuned. Uh, I feel like it's. we should just jump right into the podcast Let's for today. Um, we have a special guest. He's very one of our special guests here. Um, he's a very special friend of ours. He's a doctor, a world-class MMA fighter. Work ethic is something that we hope to achieve. I want to please welcome Russ Chim- I, I'm not even going to pronounce his last name, but please welcome Russ. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> welcome to the 204 Rise, boy. How you doing, Russ? How are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Yeah. I know it's an early morning for you. Was it an early morning for you? Mm, you know what? To be honest, it's not so early because I've been here for the past two hours. I already had my first interview for volunteering Ooh. this morning at 9 a.m. I think it was pretty good. Yeah, they're going to take you? Huh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you volunteering for? Uh, it's going to be St. John's Ambulance. So oh, nice. just a good volunteering. Um, once you get in, uh, you're going to go through a series of steps of like education and then take a course of uh, medical first responder. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, gives you a great opportunity to go and help out people in our community. Well, you're not, you're pretty familiar with this medical field, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yes, that I am. But like, you know, I've been looking forward and striving to get back to this field and uh, got to take on any opportunity. So at this point, it's volunteering, but very closely related to medicine. So I got to do that. For our guests that don't know, uh, Russ right here, he's a former doctor. Uh, He comes from Ukraine. And um, he was a former doctor there, am I uh, right? It's um, a little bit different, like former, like I graduated from medicine oh, okay. uh, and then I moved to Canada. So I never made it into residency in Ukraine, but that was the plan here. Yeah. Um, life changes. So I decided to start it all over again mm-hmm. and uh, on my way. Well, that's why we brought him in today. Just for those guests out there that do hope to achieve the medical line. Uh, we get some more information for you today, and that's, uh, I want to hop into this. How was you said? Um, how was your move from Ukraine to Canada? What was that like? What was the experience like for you? 
you know what that's probably one of the biggest things that happened to me in my life besides uh competing and uh, joining med school in ukraine mm-hmm. uh so i was 22 turning 23 when we moved to canada and um it was a big change because all my entire life I was like establishing my future in Ukraine, had a great network, lots of good friends, um, had plans and already picked the hospital basically where I would potentially would like to work. And uh, my parents had a plan to move to Canada. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's almost uh, it's like gambling. You take your chances. You never know if you're going to get the... Uh, this or not so i was like moving on with my life and one beautiful day my parents told me that we got visa as a permanent residence in uh, canada so i was pretty pumped for that and uh, honestly when we moved here i did not regret a single day for that i was a little bit depressing at first because you technically start your new life you give up all you had all your friendship uh all your hobbies but hey you gotta move on and um I think I've been doing good. I can't imagine what that's like just leaving, well, actually you can, but uh, leaving people and all the people that you've known for 20 to 22, 23 years, and you're just like, see ya. Like, I, I had a similar experience where I moved to Canada and left everything behind, but I was very young, right? Like, yeah. I didn't have my career planned out for me, like, set in stone, I'm going to go to this hospital, and I have everything. So I, that's definitely, like, I highly respect that, where you just picked up your stuff and just came to Canada. Um yeah, you know, life changes. You got to be ready for whatever's there for you and got to grab on an opportunity and move on. So, I mean, I am happy and grateful that I'm here. Yeah. What was the transition like? Did, did, did it take a while to get used to the Canada environment? To the you know what? cold? <laughs> Not even. So here's the story. Like, I come from Kiev, which is capital of Ukraine. city is huge. So, like, about 8, mil- eight million people. Uh, you got subway, like metro, you got buses, so very developed city. Mm-hmm. And uh, then my first day in Winnipeg, so I was like, is this a city or what is it? Where's the village? <laughs> is it a village or something? <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> and, you know, uh, so that was my initial experience day one. But day two, my final destination, my family was Thompson in Manitoba, which is up north. and so once I got there I was like my god like Winnipeg is amazing (laughs) so (laughs) uh, so yeah I we started living in Thompson for first two years it is very cold Mm -hmm. but I was okay with it because coming from Ukraine weather is the same as Winnipeg so it wasn't like that much of a transition weather wise but yeah I was making my way to Winnipeg at least once a month because let me tell you, life in Thompson is very boring <laughs> and depressing. What, what, what's it like in Thompson? Is it just like a forest? Like, is it a small town? <laughs> Describe what Thompson's like for me a little bit. Paint yeah. that picture in my mind. So just to take, to get started. So you got a, about eight hours drive straight up north from Winnipeg. Nothing is on your way. A little bit of tundra. Then it's just like empty field, wildlife. And then you hit Thompson. So there's only legit one turn to the right, and this is the... <laughs> so here's the direction. You go from Winnipeg? Yeah, you Highway 6, man. You drive highway for six, six hours, street. legit. And then it's going to be like a 90 degrees turn to the right. <laughs> another two hours, you're in Thompson. That's if how boring it is. If you make a 91 is. degree angle, it's no, wrong. Man, it's the wrong turn. That's it. Dead end. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to our fans in Thompson if you're listening right now. Yeah. Hopefully you're not in a forest or a treehouse or anything. <laughs> you have a house. <laughs> yeah, so Thompson itself is like, I would say it's pretty young town like 50 60 years old was built for people who work uh 
and mining. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so there it's a great place to go get your initial experience. If you are like a healthcare professional, for example, it gets really competitive to get a nursing job in a hospital in Winnipeg, Toronto. So multiple people come from bigger cities to Toronto, to Thompson mm -hmm. uh, to get on with life. And also gives you a great opportunity to make lots of overtime hours. Oh, yeah, and yeah. make some money, you know. But on the other side, there are lots of people who also do different stuff in Thompson, you know, something I wouldn't do. But <laughs> do, you, do you prefer the city life or the country life? Oh, man, I'm city all the way. Um, I honestly, if to talk about Winnipeg, I would probably love to live outside perimeter because honestly, for people who say that Winnipeg is like, oh my God, it takes like me 20 minutes to get somewhere. It's nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. and when you live outside Winnipeg, uh, first of all, for me, it would give me an opportunity to build the house that I want to like. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would have at least some space between myself and my neighbors, not like <laughs> you have two boom, meters boom, boom, from boom. the wall and yeah. I can literally see my, my neighbor sleeping we'll, in we'll his stay bed. stay in touch yeah. down the future. That's my plan. Start building a house yeah. for you. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day when I'm like my first million man, I'm going to give it to you. Sounds good. Business. Yo, Sounds mark good. that word. Mark, mark that, that word right now. Mark that. We'll come back to this day if he does not give me a million dollars to make his house. Man, I hope I have a lot of millions, so yeah, a lot of those will be yours. That's, that's a plan. That's a plan. How long did you live in Thompson then? Um, when did you move to Winnipeg? Or like so officially moved? I moved officially to Winnipeg. That would be last week of uh, 2017. Okay. Because I started school at the U of M in February, two years ago. Mm. No, February, my bad. It's uh, January. January. Yeah. yeah. Two, two, two years in top. So actually went by really quick. I had uh, two full-time jobs. Wow. Oh, well, life is life, you know, like either for experience, for money, or for partying. So that was for <laughs> <laughs> for money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, healthcare aid job. And the second job I had was with CFS, helping youth, indigenous youth who were like from 12 to 17 years old being apprehended uh, from their families for multiple reasons. So I was there for them to help them out, to adjust. Yeah, one thing I love about you is that you're always making an impact, whether that be people around you or even like in the community, like you said, you're working for like St. John's or like healthcare professionals. You're always making an impact on someone else's life. And the fact that you do that is astonishing, man. It's awesome. See, like I, there's a quote that says it's not about how long you live it's about how you live yeah and i highly respect like i'm personally trying to like make that impact even with this podcast just to touch someone inspire them or even provide some sort of education for the listeners and that's i totally respect what you're doing man like the impact that you have even on me man since the time i've known you i'm like <laughs> yo like this guy works eight <laughs> hours a day He's in the library. More than eight hours. More, than, more than that, that yeah. Yeah, like, he's in the library. I got to step up my game for university, <laughs> man. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. You know what, honestly, what I would say when I was 18, I'm 27 now, but, like, when I was 18, definitely was my first year of med school. I, to be fairly honest, the book wasn't the priority back then. Mm -hmm. Like, when you come from high school, for me, it was a transition. I also moved to a different city. Uh, you wanna make friends you wanna just hang out just parties like you know we yeah. were partying sometimes on monday who does that <laughs> <laughs> you know it's five o'clock somewhere right <laughs> honestly man and the difference between canada and ukraine the nightclubs bars are open until the late like last customer so yeah. five six a.m like oh, sunrise you're leaving here in canada it's only two two a.m and then you're like what do i do <laughs> yeah but it was 
first year definitely was party but school was like a secondary stuff but i was still keeping up with this but then definitely after second third year when real medicine kicked in mm -hmm. had my interest mm -hmm. yeah i was working hard for that but honestly um same same for you guys also i believe there is a thing as um brain maturity yeah once you're like 18 19 you definitely have to go through the stage of your life where you have to try things that are normal for that time frame of your life yeah, you want to go like have drinks with, with like friends just i don't know do some stuff that te technically you will not be able to do when you're 30 because there are different stuff mm. different responsibilities you have to take on as family uh kids and so i think you guys are doing great. Do you have any crazy stories? Like, I mean, being in med medicine at 18 years old, bro, that's like pressure. And that's like, I don't know, like here it's not, you know, that then is... at 18 it's different. But like, did you have any crazy stories while in medicine or anything like that that you would like to share? Man, honestly, once you are in any university, you're acquiring higher education, you will be stressed and you will have lots of crazy stories. Sure. So the difference here, just to put some light on my life, is the in Ukraine you gotta take some uh, government exams that would be like your national language, which would be Ukrainian for me, biology, physics, and chemistry or chemistry depends where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And um, so once you pass that, you have two options: you go on full scholarship or contract. Basically, like in Canada, you have to pay for it. Okay. So luckily for me, I was like having tutors <laughs> seven <laughs> days a week. Man, let me tell you, my grade eleven um, and twelve was. Living hell, I could tell that because seven days a week uh -huh. I was just studying. Like yeah. I had personal tutors for all these courses, so I succeeded. And you know what? At the end of the day, it paid off because I had six years of paid scholarship and like bursaries, not burs but um, stipends paying me for having like a good GPA. Yeah. That kind of motivates you to study hard. But uh, kind of from crazy stories, we can, uh, we can that, dig in. It's fine. It's it doesn't fine. come like really quick into my head, but crazy stories like, every time like comes from parties. For example, also my first two years I lived in dorm. That what was that like? What was <laughs> that like? <laughs> Honestly, so the thing is, uh, I always wanted to try it because my parents lived in dorm and they also finished medicine, right? Mm -hmm. So they said you are not a real student unless you try uh, mm -hmm. life in dorm. Yeah. So for me, it was a great step into um, finding myself or be and becoming more mature because there you're basically on your own. You have to cook for yourself, you have to provide for yourself. Yes, parents would give you some money for the week, mm -hmm. but again, you're 18, you want to party. Today you went and overspend your money, so tomorrow you might be starving a little or <laughs> parents give you like money every <laughs> Friday and party went wild and you spend your entire money on like mm -hmm. <laughs> parties when <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, right? And there is still five days to live. Uh, yeah, it helped me a lot to be more independent, definitely boost my skills in cooking, <laughs> uh, for sure. There were days when like mayo and bread was all day <laughs> for us, <laughs> but yeah. Hey, you live, you learn, I guess. Huh? Yeah, I moved back home, and this is when the real hard work for school started. So coming back to what we started off, you guys are 18, yeah, lots of people like push hard, but they give up on something. So they don't have hobbies, they don't have free time, don't have leisure time with their friends. This is definitely, ha there has to be a part of your life. Yeah, I feel so, like if, I feel like it comes down to the, it's, it, let's say if you don't like the job that you're, you're doing, um, you're not gonna, you're gonna think of it as work. It's not a hobby to you, right? So, uh, yeah. like, I feel like if it's, if it's fun, you're pursuing a degree that you 
that you genuinely want to do, like you want to get, you're interested in, I feel like that's the key motivation. It's so it doesn't feel like work to you. You're not going to have a burnout. Obviously, if you're doing like six course load, like there's going to be, there's going to be like a, some a sort boundary of boundary like, or something. Yeah. Like honestly, six course load for me, it's something not doable for myself. Yeah. Like for just one simple reason, I have to, uh, probably two reasons. First, GPA, that's the stuff we also, it puts a lot of pressure on me yeah. because if we want to do medicine, right? Mm -hmm. And second of all, I still want to enjoy my life. I want to go to the gym, do some martial arts, have like some friends time, uh, friends time, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, six courses, this is too much unless you have a goal just to get through real quick and just get into real <laughs> adult life <laughs> and make money. Probably that's an option, but I would believe four, four courses, gives you enough an opportunity yeah. to do everything you want. Uh, I want to do, I do want to thank you for coming out and <laughs> taking the time on your day. Uh, I want to get into a little bit how you structure your day. Like what's, you say you, you have a four course load. Um, what's your planning like? Mm, honestly, I cannot say I have like legit plan because looking at people in my courses, like in my classes, do they have like calendar fully planned out like by hours for me? I honestly, it's not me. Probably, I would want to acquire this kind of um, skill. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's just uh, I look. Uh, I plan not entire week. I should probably just do three, two, three days in advance if it's about studying. So I know today I have to cover this kind of course and this many pages in order to be somewhere with this course by the end of the week. But it's not definitely super planned, like some people do because mm -hmm. life is life like uh, you know i gotta adjust some plans as it comes like every day but yeah definitely uh 80 or 70 percent of my school school time is studying mainly in the library because at home i believe you just gotta relax at home like mm -hmm. i wouldn't be studying i'd be watching tv netflix like hanging out with like my girlfriend but um Coming uh, when I started first started school, I registered for arts class and I dropped <laughs> it within two weeks because it was about writing papers. Oh, Definitely not my strength, but oh. I did attend one lecture of this uh, prof and he said to succeed in school, you gotta find yourself a spot where you will be studying all the time. Meaning that uh, you come in, your brain already knows, look around like for these like environmental cues that okay, I'm here, I'm here to study, nothing else. So I picked my library basically the same floor and every time i come there my brain already knows that i'm here to do yeah, study nothing yeah. else and yeah i just believe once you're efficient uh you do have uh, you spend less time on studying because you are not distracted by anything and then you can uh, go home or go elsewhere and just do do your hobbies or just relax because honestly school takes off a lot of energy and i was watching this video on youtube and it's uh, it's about studying habits and this prof he's a uh, I think it was a psych prof and he's talking about how like if you study in your room your brain already associates your room as in terms of sleeping oh, yeah man honestly yeah especially when you're when you are renting your room you don't have like your personal apartment or something yeah you definitely have your bed next to you your everything your entire condo basically in one yeah. room. Yeah. so you know your brain will be okay i have to study but you look around like oh my bed is there i might as well take a break and you go lie down and you lie down instead of 10 minutes for 20 mm -hmm. and it turns into i tried hour. that <laughs> honestly i tried it one day and i was like nah man like i i spent the entire day doing absolutely nothing so it's like no not my thing yeah i definitely i definitely get that <laughs>
<laughs> you're definitely using my phone, guys. Definitely I got my no phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you said you said that you like. I know that you're focused on school as well and having a good time, but I know that you also are heavy into working out. All right, as far as heavy compared to everybody else. Oh yeah, well you are my project. I could I say, mean, man, like <laughs> we're gonna shoot this podcast like in a few months. Sorry. If everybody, if See anybody, <laughs> if anyone needs a personal trainer, hit them up. Uh, email productions.man at gmail.com and we'll hit you up. <laughs> 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 We'll get you linked up with a master. No, I worked. I did a workout with Russ. Let me tell you, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. Well, like, it's bro. I highly respect for you, man. He's a world class fighter. Anyone know that? <laughs> yeah. When's your debut? Well, you were talking about us earlier. How are you gonna fight Conor McGregor coming up? Yeah. Right. What's so like? I'm gonna look up his skills tonight. What he's got for me, and mm-hmm. maybe a few years years later. Uh, Are you down to fight Conor McGregor? Have you ever thought about going professional? Not professional, but like even like fighting. Like, you know what? Um, that thought definitely crossed my mind, but that requires a lot of time. It's almost like full time um, involvement at the gym, practice, conditioning. I do not have that kind of time. So what I'm doing with my Muay Thai now is just a hobby that mm. gives me some uh, confidence, definitely. Uh, energy. So you strength. could square up. You could square up with someone on the street if you wanted to. If there's yeah, yeah. But honestly, out. man, my personality, I'm very peaceful. It really takes a big, great effort <laughs> multiple times to get me all furious, I would say, or yeah. upset or anything. So for me, I cool down really quick, mm-hmm. and I definitely wouldn't be the guy to throw a punch first. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you, but could, you could square up if you needed to. If like you I would, I would. Anyone out there? I would, <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. You would think so. Yeah. Anyone, yeah. anyone try out there trying to catch these hands? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah for call them out. Ma- ma- mainly legs, from. legs. That's why I chose Muay Thai because boxing is solely just your hands. But yeah. I love leg kicks, so I'm sticking to that part. Mm-hmm. You guys, welcome to join. Yeah, well, let's get in the ring, bro. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's get in the ring. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> bro, I'm not professional, man. It's you got to like, cut down to at least 150, <laughs> hop in the ring with Robin. <laughs> no, he better gain, man. I'm, I think I, I do a good job with this guy in our workouts. Yeah, no, so. yeah. no, but, hey, he's, like, very orthodox, not taking any supplements, nothing. So, like, I mean, it will take us, like, five times I, longer uh, to get yeah. <laughs> to the point. But Stay clean, boys. Stay clean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not taking anything crazy, just creatine and powder, protein powder, but I mean, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It's all about what's in your head and how, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's about more mental motivation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you're willing to put in work and just eat good food, not junk, you will get there like really quick. And I feel like people have that distorted mindset of like, if you're in the gym, you got to have seven days a week rice chicken broccoli like i feel like no that's what people that's what people automatically think but like honestly like what's your meal prepping look like like give them an idea like in terms of medical wise well it's not even about medical wise to be honest i have tried calculating calories yeah it's a great idea to like first of all you have to set your goal like either you want to gain muscles you want to bulk up or you want to like cut and lose so like you go with calorie deficit deficit or calorie salt press for me i was always willing to gain weight because uh i was like 140 pounds for five years ago uh, for some reason i felt insecure i always wanted to get bigger and uh judging by my home like family genes my dad 
isn't that big so i had to do something about it so i went to the gym when i lived in thompson yes i had like two full-time jobs but also i I tried to find some time for workouts so i did like six day week workout uh definitely that's probably where i gained my 30 pounds 40 pounds uh but meal prep i do not do meal prep for the sake of the gym i do it for meal prep for the sake for uh, time efficiency for school so i just pack my stuff and like eat here at lunch but mainly it's like carbs i do rice uh, buckwheat, it's not very popular in Canada, but it's like on a U- Ukrainian, European sure. stuff. Uh, chicken, beef, la- like less fat. Fat is also important for your body, but like less fat. But yeah, there are definitely days when I crave and I go to McDonald's, man, get the Big Mac meal after my workout and um, feeling fine about it. I don't keep it really strict to myself because mm-hmm. I am not competing in anything. So I allow myself some leeway with some junk food sometimes too, you know. What's the most beautiful place you've traveled to? You know what? I um, cannot say I've traveled enough or multiple places in my life because I was always occupied with uh, succeeding in my, with my career. Once you're in school, it's like a full-time commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, also, after third year, I started working as a nurse in intensive care unit. So also was taking up my free time. But from the places I've traveled, I'll be like all over my country, Ukraine, gorgeous country this is like uh, if uh, just you've never heard of Ukraine or never pictured it this is if you put Canada uh, shrink it to size of Manitoba with all the sightseeing you have in Canada this is Ukraine wow. we have Rocky Mountains we have like forest mountains access to two th- seas mm-hmm. um, beautiful nature so you I'm have a nature guy man yeah man you, honestly guy. you would like it I want to get into a little th- something um you talk about a success a lot. Uh, explain what I feel like success nowadays. People have a different uh, mindset about success. They think money, cars, girls, houses. What's your definition of success? Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Part of that you mentioned, I would consider a success. But for me, you have to look back into my personal life. I was raised by grandparents because my mom was the student in medicine back then when I was born. So she, for the better care for my own sake, mm-hmm. like I was raised with, raised with her parents, right? So for me, uh, it was, a, I would say, a great time because people who are uh, who lived life got amazing experience and know what's good for you. And they had entire like life and their time 24-7 invested in me and for me. Uh, definitely created some old school values. So... Uh, success, yeah, they put in a lot of work for my success. They paid for my tu- uh, for my tutors, and they always wanted me to become a doctor. I always wanted to become a doctor myself too. But success, uh, everyone has a different definition of success. Mm-hmm. For myself, I want to become a doctor. Yes, that one success. Second of all, I want to be happily married to one woman for life have a few kids this is would be like top of my success mm-hmm. health and um have good connection with people you don't want to be alone you can be rich consider yourself successful but when you got no friends you at least to be happy you need one friend like i'm not saying you can know uh hundreds of people but they will never come to help you out it's Agreed. better to keep your circle narrow two three guys or girlfriends like friends uh but it's your circle. So yeah. this is a success. No, I've realized that for the past year now, like how crucial the people that you surround yourself with 
are to your life. Like if you're hanging out, there's a quote like you are what you hang around with. If you oh, hang yeah. around with losers, you'll become a loser. Yeah. So like for me, especially you guys, man, you guys have a very impact in my life, man. Oh, like, that, in terms that's of glad to hear. Honestly, you cry? I, I honestly <laughs> might just cry. Like think about it. No, I'm thinking like like a whole team we have here. Like I wouldn't imagine like I I started off high school thinking I was top notch, like full out sports jock material. And then Robin, actually, I'll go back to his story. He comes up to me in grade 10, I think, or grade 9. Um, Something like that. I think it was, yeah, I think grade 10. He comes up to me and he, was, he introduced himself. I was like, bro. Yeah, you, me being the active person who I say hi to everyone, to meet everyone, I was just like, hey, he's there. Might as well just say hi. I'm not doing anything. He's not doing anything. What's up, buddy? Nice. <laughs> Didn't really go that way, though. Continue. I, it, I don't know what I was thinking, man. Like, I was like, yo, who the hell are you? Like, get away from me. Like, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> no, honestly, like the uh, um, probably ba- the best friends I would say you acquired during school, high school, I would say, because you get to know each other or you've known each other from when you were nobody. You were just like happy high school kids or like junior high. And then if your friendship, if you're guys similar, you have the same uh, hobbies and stuff or whatever it is, you stick together for life. This is the best friendship because these people most likely you can count on come Mm -hmm. when you are struggling. Also, you can make some friends in university and that could be a a lifelong relationship, (laughs) (laughs) friendship too, you know? So yeah, that's true. Just, um, I wouldn't say go actively hunting for it. If it comes, it comes. It definitely will. It's a it's a natural connection. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just I be yourself. Like. Never. The advice here is as hard as it is. We want to like to assimilate to be more likable to people. We want to be friends with. So you wanna you will probably take on some roles and start acting. But honestly, just be yourself because if you're acting, one day you will get tired of it or let it slip, and yeah. people will see your true true self and then they'll kind of get disappointed and like turned off so just be yourself from uh, day one and uh, you will know that all people who are with you they are for right. for you because they know who you are naturally and you don't have to act and play and lie or anything so it's it's, a- it's like that moment where like rappers now are just have a certain group of people and I, I know J. Cole says this a lot it's not about how much money you have it's about who you're bringing up there with you like oh, yeah. he talks about is it doesn't matter in in his song he talks about um, if you have a private jet, but you have no one else in there, yeah. What's, well, the, what's, what's the point of having yeah. a pri- private jet? And it's like Jane, uh, like LeBron James coming back to every team he goes to, he brings them to the finals. It's essentially like he went to Heat, brought him to the finals. Did he? I'm not. I'm not a huge <laughs> basketball. <laughs> like, I'm not a huge <laughs> basketball guy, but like that's the kind of stuff I respect, man. It's not being self-successful. It's bringing the people that are along with you on that ride to success yeah that's yeah. the key though man like yeah. i said like coming back to like you have a million you'll be lonely but sometimes money is money it ta- comes and goes you can i don't know how like a gambling addiction or you invo- like you invested in a bad business and all of a sudden you're bankrupt so yesterday you were driving like a lamborghini today you are like taking winnipeg transit bus say that but again <laughs> say lamborghini again <laughs> lamborghini yeah lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> i love the way you said that uh well yeah, it's probably the, the right pronunciation like. too yeah I would say so. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. But what I'm saying here is just uh, stay natural. Yeah. Have your friends. And no matter if you're up and down, just don't uh, don't turn away uh, from your friends. It's simple advice, but it works. It works. Oh, man. Very simple. And very few people follow that advice. 
But if you can, it works in your favor all the time. Take that say. from me. I've learned the hard way. I would say. Yeah, man. It doesn't mean that if you have one friend, you got to stick to him entire life. Yes, you already have your bond. So you will be most likely uh, together for life. But just never shut down new opportunities to acquire new friends because yeah. that's that's what it is. You don't want to be lonely. By all means, right? I feel like I feel like this was a solid. Like, yeah, well, one more thing. We were scrolling through your Instagram recently. Oh yes. And we found a picture. Uh, we'll put it up here. Oh. Uh, it was of your septomy or septo septoplasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or I'm saying that wrong. I'm definitely saying that's that. That's all right. That's all right. No, no, no. So basically, what it was when I was about five years old. <laughs> so my friend at the time came outside was a soccer ball and i was like yo like let's play soccer and i was as i was running up to him i tripped <laughs> and i fell and like broke my nose so oh. ever since like my nose is like broken and one uh, i have like a i would say hard time sometimes with it mm. so um it was this picture right here i don't know if you guys will be able to see that but yeah so uh we'll put it up yeah we'll put like it up. being into right these there. surgeries myself in person and insisting in some of them so i was hoping to get different kind of surgery but i got like a simple like <laughs> one day it's like was a day surgery stuff they just cut out a small cartilage making like at least hoping it's going to make me uh inhale or breathe better yeah. didn't help much so one day i'll get the whole thing like nose rebuilt again because honestly man like when you don't get enough oxygen in your brain and for like brain circulation the nose inhalation that's important mm -hmm. and like i feel like i'm lacking about 40 percent so i might have like headaches and probably like not as good memory as i potentially potentially could have mm -hmm. so yeah down the road down the road i think maybe like in the summer or next year i want to get it fixed not for cosmetics reason i don't have issue with that but <laughs> just for the quality of life i would say yeah sure. yeah but that's awesome man. honestly personally being into operation group myself multiple times I'm still freaking out being a patient too. Yeah, like you know, when you know sometimes too much about what's gonna happen to you or the complications or side effects. Yeah. The doctors are the patients, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I I believe that because uh, I've family members who've been in like uh, the hospital and whatever, and they know what's going on. So the doctor will prescribe this, and they'll be yeah. like, to be honest, that works, but this other medication also works. Yeah. And you and can't the doctor's fly. like yeah but like how do you know that and like i've been in the field i know i know how yeah important here like you know you can be a doctor but you are a professionalist in your narrow field mm -hmm. so you have to have it's important to understand that you being yourself a doctor you have to have a respect for your doctor who, who is in charge of your treatment because uh this is his job he knows what he is doing and mm -hmm. like it's your colleague so have respect for him and just sit back and uh get yourself <laughs> well honestly probably yes you sometimes we want to double check because you know nowadays no one is perfect you can like people make mistakes we're all human and medicine is not an accurate uh field mm -hmm. so human errors unfortunately do take place but like i mean for the most part people who made it to medicine and graduated they are they are smart just yeah, better trust them you. yeah it's just unfortunate or fortunate, I don't know. People have a lot of access to internet and some outside sources that spending five minutes online, they already know and everything about their disease and they come into emergency room and start teaching you. And you're yeah. like, man, I have spent like half of my <laughs> life, yeah. half of my yeah. life getting to this place where I'm at and uh, just please, just listen to me, you know. But yeah. it's also like the internet sometimes can be either a good resource or a bad resource and like, 
Yeah. It's, it's insane how, like, every second, every five minutes, there's something new developing across the world. That just blows my mind. In terms of even, like, medical technology or even, like, especially in engineering, there's always a new solution coming out every five minutes. Um, yeah. I want to get your thoughts on just one thing. Uh, it's random. It popped into my head, but genetic modification. Oh, this is a very, I would say, um, controversial topic for majority of people. Mm-hmm. Because if you talk, like, especially my grandparents, so it's like... Um, older generation I would say everything that's like gene modified is like oh my god you're gonna get cancer tomorrow you're gonna (laughs) die the day after tomorrow like man is not good but um, I do believe that a big chunk of people who voice their opinion on this topic do not have much of a clue what they're talking about yeah because uh, yes, it might affect someone in a bad way but nowadays GMO is like not just for the uh, Mm, food like you know to make it more Mm. cheap yes one of the points here is to make it cheap more affordable for people who do not have enough money it definitely brings up it brings down the price and also we i would say the earth is getting overpopulated now so we will be facing like food um shortage and uh, mm-hmm. something that was created in the lab but not lacking any vitamins and calories so why not so take it know. and i'm pretty sure uh, people who are in control of this such as the fda for example they definitely wouldn't allow product that on the market that would have some uh, side effect or uh, bad impact on people's health so definitely there are some a lot of studies behind it but a lot more to come but I think we should be open to something like this. There's also like that whole discussion of like, do you want to genetically code your kid or like, I think they did it. So I'd have to look it up, but they did it in China with one or they're testing it or something like that, that they. And China is the next level <laughs> stuff. I'm honestly, those guys are like 20 steps ahead of everyone else. Like, but it's also because of their vast population. Like it's, it's insane how you get a lot of brains in there. Yeah, and they are super smart. Believe me, believe me or not, they are they are putting a lot of work and even school in china is like what we think here is competitive nah man like their school is super competitive so yeah and um they are very well educated and i would say china works a lot about like fixing genes too like i mean because nowadays it's a big issue with people people born with some uh, uh disabilities or gene um uh, uh, i would say Disorders. I'm not sure if it was uh, in China or Japan or Philippines, but I know like there was a crisis where um, everyone was going blind, and what they did was they took rice. I don't know. I think we talked about it in in uh, high school, yeah. but um, they took rice and they put some sort of vitamin. I think it was vitamin D or C. For eyes, it would be a vitamin A. A, yeah. yeah. So it was. Uh, Just got the doctor. Yeah. So yeah, got the facts <laughs> in there. But they put that in terms of the rice. And it started solving like some of the eye problems that they're facing. Uh, I found that very like interesting. Man, medicine is like a great field, or especially like even research area when you get to discover something that's gonna make a huge impact on uh, our human population. This is amazing. Like honestly, big respect goes out to those people who are like not giving up and trying to invent new stuff. Like special like antibiotic resistance nowadays. It's a big issue. I would say this is probably the main reason why people die nowadays besides like heart failure and uh, some different disorders. People just 
again, because it comes from internet, people know, okay, I'm going to take this antibiotic, my, my system, my uh, symptoms or whatever is just going to disappear uh-huh. as soon as I start taking it. So two, three days, oh yeah, that stuff is gone. Like I don't have my cough or whatever rash or something, whatever it was, I'm going to stop it. But that wasn't enough. You definitely had to take it for seven to 10 days. Once you don't do it, you become resistant to this stuff. And in order to lose resistance to antibiotic, you uh, have to take from six months to one year break in order to be sensitive to that antibiotic again. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we do have a big variety of antibiotics nowadays, but let me tell you, bacteria evolves real quick. So <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, that bacteria resistance is going to eventually, I mean, there comes a point where how much like is it going to ever overcome? Are we going to be able to be more and more immune? And they're going to it's going to get worse, worse. I feel like we always we are not proactive. I wouldn't maybe I might be mistaken. I don't think we are proactive with the game with like fighting bacteria. We always catching up because bacteria evolve. So once someone gets sick with this particular strain of the bacteria, we look for mm-hmm. uh, how to cure it, right but you can't predict what's going to happen. True. Yeah, you can do that some with some viruses and create vaccines, mm-hmm. but antibiotics, yeah. Awesome. And for healthcare, aid field, for healthcare field, this is important because you're going to be exposed to a lot of uh, medication in your life, and you as a healthcare professional, if you guys decide to go that route, like especially yeah, you, because sure. this is engineering guy here, smart man, <laughs> uh, we um, <laughs> carry a great risk of being... Uh, resistant to a lot of medication because we get exposed to it every time but hey i'm not afraid of it so <laughs> you just see like my family it's uh, not my family my grandpa um whenever let's say in my family there's like a fever cold uh cough what some sort of and they want medication he's like no he's like no like i feel like they're they're so stuck like even me i don't like to take medicine because i'm scared of that i'm coming immune to the antibiotics like hmm. it's yeah you know what i could see that because i'm not definitely not the guy who's gonna run take pills like as soon as i have like first like headache or runny nose no you definitely have immune system in place for that reason so let it fight well when you get your temperature a little bit higher so you know immune system kicked in fights for you yes there are def- definitely days when i had to take some medication to boost it real quick because i had exams coming up i couldn't yeah. afford just to lay around for a few days but yeah. overall if you have a chance and the stuff is not serious, you almost know this is all just a flu or a cold. And uh, I'll just let my immune system fight it for a few days and see what happens. Do so. Because, again, it's just uh, good for your immune system in the future. So the next time you face that kind of cold or flu, you might do a lot better or might not even get sick. You know, so. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Pills are good, but like, I mean, just don't abuse it. <laughs> thank you for the medical <laughs> thank you for, <laughs> thank <that>. you for <laughs> the doctor <laughs> appointment <laughs> yeah honestly natural like i mean folks old folks medicine like just you know stick to your tea lots of fluids all yeah. that kind of stuff do that honestly my grandparents always i don't know still i was thinking about it i do not have legit reason to reason it they say just have a shot of whiskey like when you have like a <laughs> Uh, fever, you like you know, like you're a little bit sick. You feel like you're about to uh, get cold or whatever. Just have a shot of whiskey or vodka, whatever you like. Not a bottle, just a <laughs> shot. And uh, for some old Is reason, that video where like it's one shot of vodka pours half that. Yeah, the big glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that one. Just a small one. And 
I did that, it indeed helps. But mm -hmm. hey. All right. Well, well, it works. <laughs> I, I think we've had a pretty long and yeah. educational conversation. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thanks for having I me. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to come to the 204 Ride podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you. We hope you guys found this um, some sort of entertainment slash educational. Um, we'll hope to provide you some more contact like this for soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be sure to follow us at 24Rise on Instagram. Follow Russ. His link will be in the description. Yeah. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Thank you so much. Uh, stay kind to one another and stay healthy. Thank you. Thank See you. you. Bye. 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 Bye